Thank you for tuning in again today. This is Chris here with Would You Gaming. I wanted to take today and take a look over the latest Nintendo Direct that we actually had come out. Discuss some of the things there and some of the stuff that might have been exciting to me. Sorry it's been so long since the latest upload. I've just been taking a little bit of time off. Playing a little bit of Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. A little bit of Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser Fury. Really liking 3D World. Never played that. Never owned a Wii U. I haven't even touched Bowser's Fury yet, but I'm really enjoying the 3D World game in and of itself. Uh, anyways, thank you guys for tuning in. Let us know what you think about the podcast, what we can do to improve it. Leave likes, comments below, rate the podcast. Thank you for all the support. And to start off, we wanted to talk about the Nintendo Direct that happened just a couple days ago. And one of the first things we got, we actually got Pyra and Mithra announced as characters. They come first saw in the Xenoblade Chronicles 2, so those will be interesting to see. I haven't purchased any of the Smash DLC personally, but I may go back through, especially with Seth Roth on there. I just, I'm, I'm just waiting on a sale on it or something, you know, to justify that. But anyway, moving on, we also saw Mario Golf Super Rush. It looks interesting and undoubtedly another great Mario sports game coming from Camelot there. I always like the older Tiger Woods game, so I can imagine this is going to be enjoyable as well. Not to mention that this seems to share a lot of the leveling up systems from Golf Story. In particular, if you power up one area, another might go down, like power up power a little bit. The control of the ball might decrease a bit. And I think that's just a nice way to round things out there. And now I'm looking forward to that. I'll probably pick that up as well. Now, if we can just get Camelot and Nintendo to greenlight another Golden Sun game, we'll be in the game there, but... Anyway, Miitopia is making a debut on the Nintendo Switch. I played very little of this on the 3DS, but my kid absolutely loved it. And that is going to release on May the 21st. Uh, we also have we have two titles that look to be graphic novels in Famicom Detective Club. The Missing Heir and The Girl Who Stood Behind, both coming out May the 14th. Uh, they remind me a bit of Phoenix Wright minus the lawyer aspect. You're just detectives in this, it seems, but... If you're a fan of graphic novels, you might enjoy this. Uh, we finally get some of our Super Mario Brother items in the Animal Crossing New Horizons game. And that is coming on February the 25th. Just short of the March 2021 window that we were scheduled to release in, the warp pipe in particular is something that I'm looking forward to playing around with. Is there going to be a distance limitation? That's kind of what I wonder there. Because if not, I plan to make my trip around the island just a little quicker each day by putting one in by my museum and another next to Nook's Cranny. That way, once I've made my daily rounds, gathered all fossils and unwanted items, I can warp right over and sell them. It may not sound like much to some of you, but in a game where there's no fast travel, this is going to shave just a little bit of time off my daily routine there. We also got a trailer for Falls Guys and a release window of Summer 2021. The Outer Worlds will also release on Switch sometime in 2021 as well. The EA title Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborville launches on Switch in March. Another title, Neon White, sees you exterminating de demons in first person. And that's coming in winter of 2021. Now, one of the first titles that really stood out to me and I was like, wow, this looks great. I'm, I gotta try this out. Project Triangle Strategy is a new tactical RPG from Square Enix and looks to use the same art style from Octopath Traveler. Now, I played the demo and that dropped along with this announcement and I have to say the game looks and plays incredibly well. It reminds me a lot of Final Fantasy Tactics from the first scene alone. It reminded me of the first bat battle back on the PS1 all those years ago. Something about 
just rushing to try to escape, get the protagonist out of there before they're taken hostage or killed. And there are also new elements to this title as well as the ability to attack enemies. If you have multiple units surrounding them, then multiple people can attack on that one turn. Your choices will also determine who you can recruit and can result in entirely different endings. In my time with the demo alone, I had the the choice to fight and risk destroying the homes of townspeople or handing over the prince to our pursuing enemies. I chose to fight, but I plan to play back through again and see what the other outcome and what choices might result from them. I'm a sucker for a good strategy game, a love that I attribute to the first Advanced War titles, love that only blossomed and grew even more once I played Final Fantasy Tactics. The demo is relatively short, clocking in at around 2-3 to three hours, though it could be long shorter if you rush through things and skip dialogue. I recommend trying it out if you enjoy tactical games in any capacity. This game is coming sometime in 2022, and I... Eagerly await the release. Maybe in the meantime, I can finally finish Octopath. Star Wars Hunters is a free online squad-based arena multiplayer game that is set to release in 2021 from Zynga. Funny, I only thought they did poker games. And we got an announcement for Knockout City, a multiplayer dodgeball game that launches May 21st. Uh, Apex Legend is coming to Nintendo Switch on March 9th, 2021. Monster Hunter Rise is launching March the 26th, along with its own special edition Switch and Pro Controller. Now, I might not be a big fan of this series, but that Pro Controller looks pretty sick and I plan to pick that up. Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity has some DLC announced with the first wave hitting in June, followed by the second half in November. Legend of Mana is getting a remake that will release on the Switch, PC, PS4, on June 24th. Tales of the Borderline hits the Switch on March 23rd. April 15th brings us an RPG collection and Saga Frontier Remastered. Having never played this title, even heard of it, it may be one that I pick up and try it out just to see if it's to my liking or not. The Ninja Gaiden Master Collection releases on June 10th, and I'm personally going to pick this up. I own one or two of the Ninja Gaiden titles on Xbox 360. Let's be serious here. I'm not going to dig that old console out or that game at this point and play it. So this gives me another chance to play that series. Not to mention that since playing these titles, I've played through the majority of the Soulsborne titles. So I feel like I'll be less inclined to rage quit at this point. No More Heroes 3 is finally announced with a proper trailer and release date. We get Return to the Shoes of Travis once again on August 27, 2021. A physical edition of Hades is being released on March 19th. And they can just take my money now. I own a digital copy, but anytime I can get a physical copy of a game like this that is just so great and enjoy it for years to come, I jump all over that. So I'm definitely going to be buying this. A couple of lesser announcements before we get into the main reason we all tune in. Stubbs the Zombie and Rebel Without a Pulse is coming March 16th. DC Superhero Girls Teen Powers launches June 4th, if that's your sort of thing. IG Anuma announced addressed the Breath of the Wild uh, elephant that was in the room. He stated we will not get any information on this with this particular Nintendo Direct, but they will be ready to show us something later this year, so I look forward to that. But in the meantime, he did announce to us the Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD remake. remake. That's going to grace the Nintendo Switch's presence on July 16th. With a new set of Nintendo Switch Joy-Cons that are coming along with them. 
The Joy-Cons are designed to look like the Master Sword and the Hyrule Shield. Skyward Sword looks to retain much of its motion controls from the Wii days, allowing for you to use the Joy-Cons to swing in particular directions. There's also allocation made so you can use a controller if you so choose, and that's how I intend to play. The right stick is used to swipe in particular directions. You can press down on the stick, it will swipe downward, swipe to the right, and you will swing right, left, you will swing left, or even diagonally. So, it's nice that they offered an option to do that. I preferred this option. I do not like motion controls as much. Uh, If at all possible, I would have preferred just them to allow us to just use a button there, but I understand they did what they did. With the game being designed around the Wii hardware, and particularly the Wii motion controls and nunchuck in mind, they had little choice. It was either completely redesign and code the game to remove all motion controls, controls or take advantage of the most controls that are available on the Switch and implement something else for individuals who do not want to use that option. I will pick this up as it's another case if I own it on the Wii, but I'm not going to pull that bad boy out to play it. Not to mention the motion controls on Wii were not the greatest and I do not want to relive that. I expect other Zelda titles as well and saw some analysts in the industry saying things that we were without a doubt going to get Twilight Princess and Wind Waker this year. And it'd be great to be a Zelda fan and get all three of these remasters this year and Breath of the Wild 2. Time will only tell if we get Breath of the Wild 2 as well, but I'm all but certain we're going to get these three titles at the least. Finally, we got an announcement for Splatoon 3, and I know Splatoon fans are happy. It's been some time since a new game released, and if I'm not mistaken, Splatoon 2 was originally released on the Wii U. So I can imagine this went a long way towards scratching that itch for them. They just need to wait a bit more and to get their hands on the latest entry. That's coming sometime in 2022. But again, this has been Chris here with Would You Gaming. Thank you for tuning in. Let you know, let me know what I could do on the next episode or if you have any ideas for improvement. Thank you and like, subscribe. Let us know what you think.